Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, it's time for Cherokee Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Cherokee Business Radio. Stone Payton here with you this morning. And today's episode is brought to you in part by Woodstock Neighbors Magazine, bringing neighbors and business together. For more information, go to Facebook and Instagram and find them at woodstockneighbors.bvm. You guys are in for a real treat this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Design and Remodel Brothers, Mr. Jim Garrup. How are you, man? I'm doing excellent today, Stone. Thank you. Well, it is a delight to have you in the studio. You and I have had a chance to hang out a little bit together at Young Professionals of Woodstock. That's right. So excited to have you guys here in town. I know you got some cool stuff coming up, and I want to make sure we talk about that. And please make sure that we do before we wrap. But uh, I think a great place to, to open the conversation, and I got a thousand questions. I, we're probably not going to get to them all. Shoot away. Uh, but maybe a good place to start would be if if you could articulate for me and our listeners mission, purpose, what are you, your brother and, and your team, what are you guys really out there trying to do for folks, man? Well, we are seasoned in the industry that we're in. We are originally from the North States, uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and et cetera. Um, lived all throughout the globe. And um, when we found out that Georgia had this beautiful little town called Woodstock, and after living here for a few years, we decided to give back to the community what we could possibly doing on a more family level. So we decided to ensure the fact that we had a location here that was available for the clients and the community to come into where we could provide them with designing and remodel services in general all throughout their renovation. So are you finding that the community is embracing you guys, that the business community is embracing you guys? How do you find the, uh, the, the climate, if you will, the, the business climate here? What do you think so far? I think it's spectacular, Stone. Uh, I think that Woodstock definitely is developing still. And uh, for this matter, that they are giving everything that they got to feed back into the, the business community as well as their local level. I think that their services and their and their um, the groups that they have set up all throughout the town is, is very beneficial for small and mid-level businesses. And I think that this growth pattern is to reach its climax around 2030, and I'm looking forward to being part of it. Me too, man. And that's been my experience as well. I've been here a couple of years. April was a couple of years. And I just found that everybody, the, the group at Young Professionals of Woodstock, the Woodstock Business Club, mm-hmm. Cherokee County in general, it's just been an easy place to do business. And other business people that are genuinely invested in your success, you know, they're not just meeting you and then trying to sell you something. They're, right. they're like, how can I help you, Stone? How can I help you get your thing off the, the ground? And it uh, sounds like you've had a, a very similar experience. Yes, indeed. We've actually had, uh, I want to say from both worlds, we have club meetings around the town where they are very cutthroat and they want to do business, business, business mm. to a point where you have hundreds of cards being thrown at you. And then <laughs> you have the, the network 
uh, that's more on the line with YPAL, as you said, where they are focused on the um, the networking in, in a community matter where everybody just knows each other and just they, they relax. They go over topics on a weekly basis and they support each other on different levels. So how did you guys get into the design and remodel business in the first place? What was the path for that? That was actually our father. Uh, he was a yeah. GC, a general contractor located out in New York. And um, thanks to the unions that he was part of, um, we've seen him live hitting um, any type of renovation, whether it was interior or exterior. So naturally growing up under him, uh, me and me and the brothers, we decided to take down the family tradition per se and um, in our own ways with the different companies that we were working in. But uh, hence, I said earlier, uh, it was it was about time that we actually butt head heads together to to create a business <laughs> for Woodstock instead. I love that verb there, butt heads yeah. <laughs> together. Well, when it's brothers, um, that's the way it works. Uh, at the end of the day, you are brothers, so it doesn't matter how well or how bad you are with your coworkers. But uh, it's family at the end, so it's good. <laughs> Who are the brothers? We have John, and uh, that's the little one. I believe Wipow he goes out to as well. Uh, we have Matt, who's available, but he hits the, the field more often than, than the others, and he's not really a social guy. <laughs> so now that you've been at this a while, and particularly now that you've been at it a little while here in this community, what are you finding the most rewarding about the about the work? What's the most fun about it for you? Well, the best part is um, they're your neighbors. You know almost everybody that you're working with. Uh, we are specifically focusing around Cherokee County. Uh, so, um, you know, the people that you would assume that you would never meet before are coming up to you asking for help in, in what they're trying to do with their businesses or their on their homeowner level and whatnot. And it's always fun to see the fact that you could actually speak with a neighbor much easier through the business route than on a normal daily route. All right. So let's talk about the work a little bit. What I'd like to do is sort of paint the picture of beginning a relationship with a, let's even say a prospective client. They're not even a client yet, but they're uh, seriously entertaining the idea of doing something different with their home. I'd love to play out a little bit of a scenario, though, because I want to get a picture of what things look like very early in the relationship, sure. what that process is. Yeah, walk right. us through that. Well, um, it all comes down to what the the, um, the client-to-be, let's call them, uh, is interested in and what it is that they need. Um when we could dissect the ideas of what it is that they think is great and looks good on HGTV or Instagram or Pinterest <laughs> and what it is that they actually need is it could be completely different worlds. I mean, there have been cases where they would assume the fact that, you know, clean and modern and chic is the best way to go. So they would go ahead and showcase what they're interested in. And then we would dive into the project and then find out the fact that they have a lot of plumbing issues where it can mm. get flooded. So back to the question uh, the way that we would start is actually go out to their location after they stop in or call us, and uh, we would do a full scope where we're taking measurements, we're taking pictures, taking uh, other uh, required recorded work, and uh, if need to be, we'll go ahead and go through the permits and the, and the county records and et cetera to find out exactly how deep we could actually take this project in the level that they want. It, it sounds like your business is a, a little, I was going to say a little, maybe a lot more consultative and relationship oriented in the early part, because I'm coming to you with very limited knowledge. If I'm looking at right. redoing the kitchen, there's some things I know I want different, 
but I, I get the sense that, that you might at that stage be saying, okay, well, uh, what are you trying to achieve with that? Right. Have you thought about this? Or, you know, we've been doing this a long time. Here's something we saw that was really cool. Might be mm-hmm. something you mm-hmm. want to consider. There's that back and forth That's early correct. on, as opposed to just, Going there and, and, and taking the order and executing. No, 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 no. That's that's definitely dangerous in the field that we're in. Um, there are yeah. a lot of companies out there that does it. There are a lot of companies that pro- that does provide a lot of promises in the beginning too. Mm. But to be to be precise and to the point, it is very important to understand exactly what the client is in need of and what they want to ensure that everything's on paperwork so that we could execute it the right way within the time frame within the budget that's requested. So do you find yourself from time to time uh, having to address, I don't know what's the right thing to call it, a myth, a misconception, a misunderstanding, because you are dealing with people that don't really understand, right. like you do, countertops or what, you mm-hmm. know, these mm-hmm. things, the, the backsplash, and they don't really understand how they interact. They just, right. they, like you say, and I, I mean, we're guilty of it at our house. We, My wife is glued to HGTV. Yep. She <laughs> likes to love it or list it. You know, like, uh, she likes the two, uh, the other brothers. The brothers. The, the other property brothers, brothers right. right. And, and they're very entertaining shows, So she, it's uh, which is great. It's probably great for your business. It probably inspires people and gets them to thinking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got to believe that people like Holly and I probably walk away from some of that uh with some uh, uh, less than accurate notions about some aspects of the process. Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, you definitely hit it on the on the spot right there. Uh, I think that the biggest myth is the time frame that's given for these projects uh, because of the fact that a lot of people do tend to look at the, the finished product, regardless if it's in a magazine or if it's on, on a post that they found on social media or just the HGTV episode where they're airing something that's within half an hour. That's really a myth. Um, you got to understand the real scope of it. I mean, just considering a countertop exchange in your kitchen could seem very well easy and, and, and could be done in about a week, but you got to consider there's a possibility that something might go wrong where you can't really wash your dishes for a whole week where you have to use your tub for these things. Ah. So stuff or go like out that. to eat every night. That would be our solution. Well, that's good. That's good for you. Um, <laughs> um, I would hope the fact that a lot of people do consider that as another option as well. But um, yeah, sometimes um, timing is something that really needs to be considered, regardless if it's a business or a home, per se, where the um, the timing needs to be showcased on on what it is that needs to be done for the full scope of the project. So I think I just accidentally created a marketing strategy for you. If you're dealing with a job that's, you know, several thousand bucks, maybe you could turn around and go and get a hundred dollars worth of gift certificates to local (laughs) restaurants and just tell them right up front, look, the work we're going to be doing, you're going to be a few evenings without your dishwasher, without your stove. That's a good idea. And here's, here's a, you know, a gift certificate, you know, maybe it's not to prime 120, but you could probably get quite a bit over at Pure. Oh no, I like that idea. There are a lot of companies that we're currently working with anyway, with through Wipeout and et cetera. Right, right, right. Uh, So I think that that might be actually something good to have. But the problem is it's not always in Woodstock or Cherokee County. Right, right. do you have a job that's located south of Atlanta? Yeah, we're going to be pretty much limited with that coupon book. <laughs> but these are considerations that you need to inform the client. It, it, you, right. you want them to be well informed. You want to manage 
those expectations, and then you want to blow right through them Absolutely. If, if you can. Right? Absolutely, no, definitely. That's well said, Stone. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. Just timing is is not the only aspect that you have to consider. Um, it could be just the colors that you're choosing, whether you're mm-hmm. looking for tiles, if you need it for the floor, the wall, and etc. It's always good to have an expert just just chiming in if needed be. So let's do talk about the scope of services. What all might that encompass? Well, we do specialize in kitchens and bathrooms, uh, thanks to our father. Uh, That was the the GC work that he was primarily focused on. But that was that's never limited to what it is possible to do. Uh, Anything that is interior that could be flooring, that could be a drywall job, that could be a framing job, that could be a fireplace job, and etc. Installations of windows and etc. All of this is included in the the remodeling services that we provide. Oh wow! Yeah, much broader than I guess I had had anticipated. All right, so there's that early consultation, getting everybody on the same page, managing expectations. Setting up a a, a, a timeline. Right. Uh, you guys must be like really good project managers. I'd, well, yeah. I'd start to death if I were in your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to be um, because we don't really go out and do the work ourselves 100% of the time. Yeah. I mean, this is just one of the downfalls of just being the brothers. I wish we had more brothers. So thank yeah. you, mom. Thank you, dad. <laughs> Um, but, uh, because of the fact that we cannot reach all these, uh, possible projects throughout Atlanta, uh, I, I think that, you know, you have to ensure the fact that everything is to the T with the team that you're working with mm-hmm. and the client to ensure the fact that there is no communication problems and, and ensuring the fact that the timeline is being prepped, prepped for whatever needs to come up. So pro- project management. Yes. That's definitely something that we specialize in. Well, you mentioned the word communication. The other thing that would be valuable to me, I think, and I know it would be to my wife, Holly, who will have a real appreciation for project management because that's part of her work at a little company you may have heard of called IBM. Oh, yeah. uh, so, good, good little so company. She'll have a, a lot of appreciation for that, right? Because she's got spreadsheets that she's managing and all that. But right. just communication, you know, like, uh, and, and, and maybe you, you have some built-in points of communication and Speak to that piece of it, because I got to tell you, man, from the customer perspective, and and there's a lot I can take. I can I can take. Hey, we're not going to make it out there today. We got a flat tire. We we got doubled up on a job. But just communication is. I mean, that's just so important, isn't it? It is. Um, for for small businesses out there, um, I'm sure that the little three uh, lettered word I call it between the brothers, but CRM. That's where it's at. Um, if you have hmm. a good CRM program, that is that is that is the heartbeat of a business like this that that we're that we're executing in the region here. CRMs are very good keys, and you should invest into a decent company that you are capable of working. If you cannot hire somebody that could, a CRM is where where you basically map out everything who you've spoken with throughout the day. How many minutes you've spoken with them about what type of the project that what was the part of the project that you've spoken about? Who needs to be notified of this? What kind of a calendar event that needs to be in place? And et cetera, and et cetera. So CRM is the key. Well, and you're communicating with your customer. You're communicating Absolutely. with some of these uh, other people who have specific expertise in, in that domain, and you're putting Absolutely. them on the job. And you've got to vet those people and, and really trust them That's right. because they're, you know, they're facing your exactly. customer. Man, you got a, you got a lot of moving parts in your business. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and, and ensuring the fact that everything does get done within the budget and the timeline, that's that's something that me and the brothers, we literally go out to the cigar bar and enjoy it. And uh, 
kind of congratulate ourselves with uh, because it is something that's very hard for us to uh, keep up with. But when it is something that's executed properly, that is something that we celebrate within as well. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a, a firm like yours? I, I'm operating under the impression that probably your best sales tool is just doing great work and getting the, you know, but say more like, do you, do you get out there and shake the trees a little bit and, and try to cultivate new business? Yeah. How does that work? Well, um, word of mouth is the strongest uh, marketing tool in my opinion. And that is something that has helped us uh, basically transition into doing this family business rather than what we were doing before. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were basically working for three different companies for three different positions. And um, you know, all of the people that thankfully have, have um, the experience of working with us previously are now, supporting us with the jobs to help us transition into the market as Mm -hmm. a, as a new company. Um, so word of mouth is very important. That's definitely uh, spot on. Uh, on top of that, I personally believe that outreach programs are very important. You have to communicate, you have to socialize, you have to network and, and you have to treat it like it is a networking event to a point where it's more, uh, more on the, how could I say this? more on the unbusiness side of things. You have to mm. relax. You have to socialize in a matter of finding out who that person is that you're speaking to and what kind of issues that they might be having and, you know, put your, put yourself in their shoes and, and actually execute a communication channel for um, hopefully where you could pick up a job or two later on down the road. If you focus on just getting, excuse my French, but shit done, that's not always the, the accurate way of, of approach when it comes to it. That is one way of definitely uh, getting it through, but that's not, that should not be the only <laughs> and first route that you go to. So do you find that there are other people that you've built relationships with, you get to to know them and their work that are in the home services arena that are good, um, good connectors for you. Maybe they can refer business to you because they're, maybe they handle, maybe they're a roofer or something. They handle right. another aspect. Is, right. is, is, is that also a piece of the puzzle? Absolutely. Um, anyone who's in the construction business or condition, construction industry in general would know that uh, referral programs are a thing. Um, everybody specializes in their own little thing and it is very hard for a company to specialize in everything. Yeah. You cannot do that by yourself. You cannot do that with only just one team. It, it takes it takes corporate level management to take care of stuff like that. Just the other day, for example, we went to Firestone. I swear I thought that it was only a tire place, but I guess not. They do maintenance. They do all the things for a car. Hmm. So, um, you know, if, if you are in the industry that we're in, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are in the industry that we're in, referral programs are very important. And we do work with a lot of pool maintenance people. We work with roofers. We work with insurance companies. We work uh-huh. with exterior Basic landscaping companies, hardscape companies. We work with people that just does painting jobs that need support on just our end. Again, if 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 we do keep that communication channel open with um, with these businesses on a professional and on a personal level, it does come back to us at the end. Well, and I got to tell you guys, uh, I've known Jim for a little bit now. Jim is that guy, Mister Roofer, Mister Pool Person. His first move is not going to be, how can you send me some business? His first move is going to be, well, what can I do to help you? And he's going to want to learn more about you, the person, and he's going to have his antenna up 
for how he can serve you. That's right. There are a lot of jobs that's available out on the market. Uh, people come up to us assuming the fact that we do roofing because we do remodeling. But, you know, it's something that we don't specialize in. And I do pass it on to somebody that uh, that has vetted with us. And really, that's it's the right thing to do, but it's also it's it's good mojo. But it's actually it's almost enlightened self interest if you can be the guy that knows the guy, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> it's one exactly. of the things that's fun about having a radio show because you know every week there I'm talking go. to different people, and you know you may need a custom sport coat. Mm-hmm, well, I got mm-hmm. a couple of great places for you to go. Well, that's good to know. And if I send you there. And you mentioned me. I don't know if they're going to give you a price break or not, but they're going to make darn sure they serve you well. Yeah, there you go. Right? That there kind of go. thing. It's it's good to be the guy that knows the guy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. No, that's, that's. I mean, yeah, you got to be stoned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next for you guys? What's uh, what's on the horizon? Are you going to try to scale this thing and, and grow it? Or are you? Just, uh, what's like next 12 to 18 months, where's the focus from a entrepreneurial business perspective? Well, for the next year, uh, we are trying to just focus on the, the shop that we have and, and utilizing all the, the social networks that we do have and um, ensuring the fact that we are keeping a steady ship, as they say, mm. um, because it is very, very important to ensure the fact that you are giving your best and everybody is getting the best out of you. And once we could take care of that for the next year, the next step would be to moving into importing material from wherever uh-huh. it needs to be, because that's something that we've done with other companies that we were working with. And it, it drastically brings the prices down. So that's something that we're definitely looking to looking forward to down the line. Yeah. All right. I'm going to shift gears on you a little bit before we wrap, because I'm genuinely interested. And in, I always find the responses to this question uh, fascinating. Passions, if any, outside the scope of the work we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. My listeners know that I like to hunt, fish, and travel, and I have a real heart for supporting young entrepreneurs. Yes, you uh, do. Yes, you how do. about your thing, man? What nah, you- we, um, I'd like to definitely shout out to Stone. He definitely is a supporter of the, <laughs> of the community on a B2B level, especially the as the youngsters, as people call it, because I'm a youngster myself. Don't get fooled by my voice. But um, no, I truly do appreciate Stone. Definitely, that's something that he does provide to the community, and, and um, that's the whole reason why I'm doing this. So, um, you know, shout out to him again. But uh, on my side, I love music, arts, creative uh-huh. stuff. Um, that's something that I personally do um, on the side. I do love to hunt as well. Do you? I, I love camping. I'm one of those guys that brings only 10 items with him for the weekend, if not for a whole week, if possible. Um, I, I like to be alone uh, sometimes because we it gets so crowded in my head uh, because of the fact that we are open seven days a week. So if I could get mm. a week in there, I really do like to be in the nature and um, just enjoy whatever is out there in general. I'm so glad I asked, and you'll appreciate this. I've been working on one of the, our main tree stands. My brother's going to come up and hunt with me a lot this year from, oh, that's from great. Tallahassee. And I've really been trying to doctor it up with the camo and all that. And I've got the pool noodle that you know stuff so that it's just easy to rest your arms. And I sent him a text last night. I said, all we're missing is a cup holder and a USB port. Well, and we're ready. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see that. I uh, have to see that. No, it's a lot of fun. But I think it's also important and valuable to to have something like that that's a little disconnected in some respects from the the work mm-hmm. that uh, i call it white space yeah it, no well said well yeah said. I, yeah it's important it? no i i definitely do agree uh this is something that us brothers um have not done properly with the jobs that we were working for before 
which is weird because you would assume the fact that you are uh, giving in uh, 125% at the end of the day. But when you're working for someone else, it kind of has that different feeling to what it is that you're providing to the quote unquote team. But uh, once we actually established our location here, we had the general rule of once it's seven, once it's six o'clock, unless it's in, it is an emergency. Mm-hmm. One out of the three needs to go home. Oh, wow. And then Good we would you. have to circulate that because it's very important to just pause, enjoy life out of work, right. enjoy the house, enjoy the kids, enjoy the dog and enjoy whatever else you could do to, kind of regen back into into reality in the morning. All right, let's leave our listeners, if we could, with a couple. Of, I, I call them pro tips, and I, I, I've got two different sets of pro tips. Pick one, pick them both. I, uh, mm-hmm. One would be someone who is beginning to think about redoing that den, redoing that kitchen, redoing the, uh, the, the bathroom. Like, what are some things they should be thinking about? What are some things that they should be doing to, to kind of get ready to talk to someone like, like you, mm-hmm. maybe some questions they should be preparing to ask or some things they should be ready to share. And then also, I mean, if you've got any insight, counsel, hard learned lessons for entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and they got a little something going right. and they're trying to take it to the next level. Well, um, the first uh, portion of the question, if you are interested in going down the, the renovating or the remodeling, down down that pathway. First of all, definitely check in with your partner. <laughs> that's 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 the golden rule number one. Oh, that's funny. Definitely check in with your partner. I've 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 had plenty of cases where um, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of people, let's just say, will be calling in and and ensuring the fact that you know this is something great that they're interested in. You know, they have these examples in, etc. And then we go out for measurements, and uh, the partner has no idea why we're out there and what we're doing, and etc. So uh, please do share your, your your thinking process with your partner. That's definitely step one. <laughs> uh, step two is definitely uh, scout around for ideas. Uh, please understand that you might have gone to a friend's house where you thought that dining room set was really nice or that kitchen was amazing, where the, the lighting fixtures were something that you've been interested in for the past five years, but you haven't gotten done. Just you have to understand that what may seem visible at their place might not work for your place. So you mm-hmm. have to know exactly what it is that you want versus what it is that you need. So just definitely be scouting for ideas and then run it by whoever is the expertise that you decide to work with. And the latter question that was asked about the, the, the B2Bs. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on our side of the industry, my recommendation is you need to know what you have in the pocket. You need to know what kind of services you could provide. You have to know what the scope of the of the of the labor or the material that you could provide for the clientele. You have to know who the clientele is, what areas you want to hit. So you need to know what's in your pocket before you go out. I mean, it is always easy to become a handyman because that's something that you've done all throughout your life. But you got to understand that if you mess up somebody else's house, mm. and if you do not have an insurance claim, ah. that's something that you have to really consider before you pick up that hammer. <laughs> so again, just know what's in your pocket and know what it is that you want to get started with. But, you know, if you, if you have an idea that's boiling in the back of your head, go out there, you know, create something, you know, be, be, be your own man or your own woman and, and become a, become the person that you, that you ought to be and, and get the support that you need from the community to achieve it. All right, man. What's the best way for our listeners to connect with you, learn more, 
have a conversation with you or one of the brothers, whatever you think is appropriate. Let's just make it easy for them to connect with sure. you. Um, DNRbros.com. That's short for Design and Remodel Brothers. We tend to keep our website updated. We did our own website, and we are very active with our blogs and et cetera. So definitely keep up with us there. Uh, if you're interested in stopping by the showroom, we're located on Main Street right by 92. Uh, you're more than welcome to stop in as well. Or if you'd like to give us a shout out or give us a call, we're available on the social networks as well as the, the number that's portrayed on the website. Fantastic. And although this is really evergreen programming for the most part, so this is a little bit of a time sensitive thing, but you've got something coming up pretty soon, right? We do. We do. We are actually, we decided to get our grand opening up and uh, our lovely mayor is going to be stopping in as well. If you are in their area, please do stop by our showroom. Uh, That's on 9550 Main Street and it's going to be on Thursday at 10 o'clock in the morning. All right, and Thursday is what, like the 20 what? It's going to be the 24th. The 24th. That's right. color me there, man. Absolutely. We got food for you, Stone. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, it has been an absolute delight having you here in this studio, getting a chance to tap into your insight and your perspective. Thank you for the work you're doing. Keep up the good work. Don't be a stranger. Let's have you come in periodically and keep us updated, man. Absolutely, Stone. You got it. All right, until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Jim Garrett with Design and Remodel Brothers, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you again on Cherokee Business Radio.